Rob Bro. He's your sports bro at KKAM.com and the Talk 1340 app. You guys are not doing any pass blocking. You're just stepping aside and letting them walk in. Pop, 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 pop. That's what I want. All of you around that ball. What's wrong with y'all? Don't play like some little girls. Y'all like y'all never played football before. Because of nothing. You hear me? And please, just like we do. Yes, sir. And sweat just like we do. Do you hear me? They went through two days. We went through two days in 110 degree heat. Yes, sir. I want you to hit everything to move. If the ref gets in your way, you hit him. Okay, then, let's play. But that's seen us too. That gives us two. This is our team. This is us. Let's go right now. Let's get it off now. Let's go. Lots of Texas Tech basketball to get to today. They play the Texas Longhorns, the number 10 Texas Longhorns in Austin, Texas this weekend. We'll talk about that for sure. Elsewhere, we got the NFL playoffs. We've got Big 12 quarterbacks to talk about. We're going to try to set a line of total Big 12 quarterback wins through these playoffs. We'll also, I don't know, give you a lean in every single NFL playoff game because why not? It's super wild card weekend. Two teams have buys, the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs. For the text line today, what's your lock of the weekend? 806-855-3712. What is your lock of the weekend? And who is the one seed to more likely be in the Super Bowl? The Eagles or the Chiefs? And I know that the Slubbock audience is probably going to lean Chiefs, but let's see because I think the Chiefs have more dangerous opponents than the Eagles do. And in fact, I think the Eagles match up really well against everyone else in the playoffs. That San Francisco Eagles game is looking like the NFC Championship game, or however it lines out, depending on who beats who. Obviously, Tom Brady can't count him out in the playoffs as I stutter through that one, good grief. But there's two teams that the, the Chiefs did not beat this year, and those are the most likely opponents coming down the pike. Can you beat Joe Burrow? Can you beat the Bills? Now, the Bills beat the Chiefs in the regular season last year. Then Patrick Mahomes did what he did in the the playoffs. 13 seconds left. I do want to focus, starting off today, on what's going on with Texas Tech and Texas this weekend. Obviously, the Texas Tech Red Raiders 10 and 6 on the season 0 and 4 in Big 12 play. They've lost four in a row. The Texas Longhorns, as I said, a top 10 team. 
number 14 in the AP, number 10 in the USA Today poll. Their last game was a come-from-behind 17-point erasure against TCU where they won by 4, 79-75. They're 14-2, and 3-1 in Big 12 play. They've won two straight. Here's another question of the day for the text line. I'll just put them all out there and we'll see what happens. What Texas score total do you feel good about if you're Texas Tech? They average 82 a game. Offensively. You average 76 a game. You both give up 65 a game. In the metrics, that means they'll win by about 5. So, in my brain, I would take Texas Tech... Plus eight and a half. And that might seem like a hot take to most of you. On most of the score predictions today, it was Texas by 20. But if you're just looking at this game and nothing that's going on around it, you just look at these averages and you just look at these two teams and you look at a healthier Daniel Bacho, you look at a healthier Pop Isaacs, and you look at a, a Texas team that had the Exert a ton of effort on a Wednesday night and you played on Tuesday. You look at a, a road team in Texas Tech and a home team in Texas. In a home atmosphere that is much better this year but not elite as far as Big 12 standards go. I think Texas can go and make this look closer than it should be. And I think Texas Tech can go make this look closer than it should be. I would not lay a bet down on eight and a half. I, I would not that would not be financially responsible for me. But if it got to ten and a half, I absolutely think Texas Tech keeps this within ten. And if I'm looking at a number that makes me feel good about the Texas Tech defense moving forward, I would want to hold Texas to under your season average defensively. So just for the fun of it, let's say that happens. I'll take Texas to win a heartbreaker 64-61. I think you'll go play this game tough. I think this team has the type of attitudes to respond to adversity. I think Mark Adams has the type of attitude to respond to diversity. Now, we've heard, we've listened, we've seen. Okay? But if it's going to happen, it's going to happen this weekend as far as a response goes. So I'll take Texas Tech to play some defense this weekend, and not elite defense, but if you hold Texas to 64, I think you'd feel, start feeling a little better about your team. Again, that's nearly 20 points under their season average. They average 82. They lost a Big 12 game, scoring more than 100 points. It's a good offense you're going to play. 
Can you hold them down? If you just look at this roster for Texas, it's a lot of familiar faces. A lot of familiar faces that Texas Tech beat last year. The last time Tyrese Hunter played Texas Tech, you beat him by 30 in the Big 12 tournament because he was at Iowa State. Marcus Carr lost two heartbreakers to Texas Tech last year. Timmy Allen, Dylan Dijoux. The list goes on. Big 12 legend Brock Cunningham. I don't think he's there anymore. (laughs) Is he? Is Brock Cunningham still around? I think he is, actually. (laughs) I always get him and uh, Avery Benson confused. One of them's still there. And then obviously you have the Jalen Tyson situation, but all of that is overshadowed by Beard not being there. And I do think that takes a little wind out of the sails, but but this Texas team has never beaten Mark Adams in this new era. They'll want to. Texas Tech is 0-4. They don't want to be 0-5. I could give you reasons why both of these teams desperately want to win this game this weekend. Desperately. Which is why if you have another egg, if you have another 30-point loss, if you have another no-show, if you don't look tough, if you don't compete, this season's over. That's not my expectation. It shouldn't be Mark Adams' expectation. I don't think it's Pop Isaac's expectation. I don't think it's... Kevin O'Banner's expectation. Why would David Harmon come here and just quit for his final year of eligibility? Is there an opportunity here? Yes. Is this a team that can capitalize on opportunities. That's the question. All right, let's get back to the text line. Here's a text from the NFL playoffs. Please discuss the DeMar three bump of goodwill that Buffalo could ride to a Super Bowl win. I think every NFL team has a story they can latch on to to self-motivate. Uh, that certainly is a good story and, and certainly will be prevalent on ESPN or NBC or CBS or Fox, wherever those games are played. Does does that matter? <laughs> that might be harsh. Uh, if the Bills win the Super Bowl, it's not because they have that to look to. Now, it could help could be an edge and it will be a story if they make it to the Super Bowl but this team has been very close this team is very good um I don't I don't think that will be the the reason it certainly could be I I don't want to discount a locker room I don't want to discount uh, a special situation where players are playing for a teammate 
I wouldn't discount that at all. I, I think it could be, but I also don't want to discount the Bills as just a damn good football team. I mean, it's not like this bad news bear situation where you had an injury in week six and then completely transformed your season and went on a magical run. It's it's not Hollywood here. The Bills are good. The Bills are where they are because the Bills are good. This off the text line of Texas Tech bounce back tomorrow, though not playing Chris Beard-led Longhorn squad. Could be a huge national slot 7 p.m. game. It is on ESPN. Now, this texter saying the Red Raiders could find themselves. Yeah, that's what I was just saying. And I, I tend to agree. They could find themselves. But if they don't find themselves this weekend, there are fewer and fewer and fewer and fewer opportunities and days tick by. You are on the clock. And what is it? 0-5? Is it 0-6? Is it 0-7? Where the team folds? Or was it 0-3? Has, have they already folded? Got beat by 34. There's somebody in the locker room to step up. All right, we'll take the break. When we come back, locks of the weekend, the NFL playoffs, and more. Let's talk 103.9. It's the Rob Rose Show. We'll be back after this. Welcome back into the Rob Bro Show. Oh man, we had a, a producer change there in, in the middle, and uh, it's just me here, solo, solo Rob Bro Show. I just had a great three minutes of radio that you did not hear on air because I did not push the program button because no one else is in the building right now except for me, me and you. You can text in eight zero six eight five five three seven one two. Thanks to uh, my former producer producing from the road, as he uh, t- told me I was not on air. Uh, if he hadn't texted, I would have just talked to myself for five minutes, and nobody would have known. So thank you, Tucker. Still producing. Still the best producer out there, even from afar. Uh, as I was discussing to nobody in particular, apparently, 
Every Big 12 weekend in basketball is a good weekend. That's how it works in the Big 12. Another full slate tomorrow as we discuss. Now, if you're just talking from a Texas Tech perspective, there are two other games that really matter. Just from a Texas Tech perspective, because if you're starting to try to find somebody else that has a few cracks in their armor like you do, West Virginia and Oklahoma are those two teams. Now, Oklahoma 10-6 and and doing well in the Big 12 just beats you in overtime, but West Virginia has lost four straight. West Virginia is just like you, right? They lost to Baylor. They lost to Kansas. They lost to Oklahoma State. They lost to Kansas State. People are freaking out about West Virginia just like they're freaking out about you. And if you're Oklahoma, they lost to Texas. They lost to Iowa State by three. Then they came on the road and beat you at Texas Tech, and then they lost to Kansas by only four. So their 1-3 and in conference play feels much different than West Virginia's 0-4 and Texas Tech's 0-4. But they're still sitting there at 10 and 6, just like you. They're still 1 and 3 in the conference. Not good. Better than 0 and 4. But what's that really saying? That game is going to be very important because if West Virginia falls to 0 and 5 in conference play, maybe there's some other teams that give you hope that you can go out and beat them. And if you can get to 8th in the conference, 7th in the conference, even with a bad Big 12 record, maybe they're like, okay, well, you know, that's that conference just a meat grinder. Let's give them a 12 seed and see what happens. The other one would be Oklahoma State and Baylor. Oklahoma State won in three in the conference, losing to Kansas by two. And they beat West Virginia, lost to Texas in a 46-56 game. In which they didn't score in the last, I think, eight minutes. And then they lost to Kansas State. So that one also in the mix. And then Baylor finally getting on the win win total. They're one and three in conference. Beating West Virginia, but losing to Iowa State, TCU, and Kansas State to start conference play. So those two games and the Texas Texas Tech games are very important for Texas Tech fans, in my opinion. And then you have Iowa State-Kansas, the premier game of the week matchup in Lawrence. At 3 p.m. on ESPN+. Let me say that again. Iowa State-Kansas, number 14 versus number 3. On ESPN Plus, 3 p.m. By the way, the other two games I just talked about, unranked matchups, who cares, on ESPN 2. But Iowa State-Kansas on ESPN Plus. And then number 11 versus number 17, Kansas State-TCU on ESPN 2. Can Kansas State keep it going? Can Jerome Tang keep it going? And how soon before we start hearing... It never was Scott Drew. It was always Jerome Tang. So that's the slate this weekend in the Big 12. I don't know how many are 
every every like I just said, every weekend in the Big Twelve is important. And obviously, in in college basketball, you don't have these lines yet. We'll have them soon. Uh, frankly, I'm surprised we don't have these 11 a.m. lines yet. Uh, 1 p.m., 3 p.m., 5 p.m., 7 p.m. Great schedule. You finally got that fixed, ESPN and Big 12. But why do you have ESPN2, 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 ESPN, and then Kansas State, TCU on ESPN2, Iowa State, Kansas, ESPN+. Plus. That just, and I guess I'm just complaining to complain here, but that's what I do. All right, let's take another break. When we come back... We'll talk NFL playoffs, we'll talk some lanes, we'll talk some some sneaky underdog plays, and we will keep this show on the tracks. It's Rob Bro Show. Talk 103.9 News Money Sports. We'll be back after this. Welcome to the Rob Bro Show. I am Rob Bro. I am the host, the board off. You are the co-host. Help me out today. Text into the show 806-855-3712. Lots of action. We can have plenty going on this weekend we can talk about. Uh, one thing I did want to talk about that we did not get to uh, yesterday were, were these NFL overtime rules. Uh, that quite frankly don't make sense. All right? Stick with me. Let's say the Kansas City, just hypothetically, 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 uh, the Kansas City Chiefs and Buffalo Bills are in a playoff game. You go to overtime, the Chiefs win the toss, you go score a touchdown. The old rules, the game is over. Oh, but Josh Allen doesn't get to play. Last I checked, it's a team game. Make a stop. But in the new rules, okay, in the new rules, Kansas City wins the toss, goes scores the touchdown. The Buffalo Bills will then have an opportunity. If they score a touchdown and tie the game with an extra point, then the game is sudden death. So, if the Chiefs score, you're in the same position. You still have to make a stop. Sudden death is sudden death. It doesn't matter when it happens. Right? Am I crazy there? If you kick off and the ball goes down the field and then the other team scores and the game is over, 
regardless of when that happens, it's still sudden death, and the other team doesn't get an opportunity. If you don't want sudden death, play a five-minute round of football. If you don't want sudden death and you want the other offense to always have an opportunity, go to the college rules. Start on the 40. Play offense until you die. Like, if you don't like that overtime is a full football team activity, just play seven on seven. Do a skills competition. Do punt, pass, kick with the two quarterbacks. Or play defense. Shocking. Also, to all the people who would say, oh, well, in these no overtime rules, I would kick first. Okay? So you kick first, they go score a touchdown. Now you have to score a touchdown, and then what? You give the other team the opportunity to have sudden death first? Well, but at that point, you you know what you need to do. Okay. So, let's say you kick off. They score. You score. Why not just go for two? I don't know. Lock of the weekend for the text line. Uh, lock of the weekend is Texas men's basketball money line and the under on number of minutes of the men's game I'll actually watch. And then the texter lovingly says, love you, Rob. BH. Love you too, BH. See you in the Discord. Yeah, I mean, you don't get a lot of value on the men's... <laughs> Texas money line, but that is certainly a lock of the weekend. I would, I would, I would go with it. I would try you there. You got to lay some to get some in that respect. But I mean, what is minus eight and a half? Uh, and we have not seen an official line. That was just one that we saw. Another guy, another sharp I follow on Twitter said it was going to be double digits. But let's hedge that and say it's nine and a half. Uh, the money line is going to be what minus two fifty. And I'm a sucker, so I will watch a bunch of that game. It's just going to happen. All right, let's start talking some NFL football actual playoff news. Uh, As we go through it, we will start with the two Saturday games. And that Saturday 3.30 game is probably the game I'm looking forward to most this weekend, besides the Dallas Cowboys and Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Monday, which we'll discuss on Monday. I really don't want to talk about Tampa Bay-Dallas today. I need to. I need a weekend to prepare. Ooh, what, uh, before we do that, one more question on uh, the text line. This is a good one. Uh, over, under, number of minutes AMAC plays... Point five. I will take the under. Just because he's practiced doesn't mean he's going to play. Uh, and I would assume he's going to need two weeks, two full weeks of practice before he plays. Uh, you might see him warm up, but I would be shocked, shocked to see him make his debut this weekend. 
though that is going to be a storyline moving forward that now he is practicing. When is he playing? So on my Friday fades, I gave you Seattle plus nine and a half. Obviously in the fades, those are plays I generally wouldn't make, but if you want to fade me, you can. I like Geno Smith. I do. And it's not that I don't like Brock Purdy, but, you know, quite frankly, when when has Brock Purdy won the big one? He won a lot in Iowa State. When did he win the big one? Well, he beat Oklahoma. Okay. In the last five, San Francisco won both of them. First one was 27-7. to They covered eight and a half there. And then it was 21-13. So they've covered this eight and a half once already this year. Uh, would have been a snug game then. I'm now seeing this game at plus 10, by the way, at Bovada. Nine and a half uh, consensus. I like it even more at 10. I just, this is the kind of game that's close in the playoffs. It's also the kind of game that could be a blowout. So, really, I have no idea. Los Angeles, Jacksonville, I do love this money line. I like the home dog. I like the home disrespect. I don't like the Chargers. As much as I hate Doug Peterson, he is a better coach than what the Chargers are going to be putting out. Um, And if you look at the last five from both teams, the Jaguars finished really strong this year. They beat... uh, Well, you know what? Look at that schedule. (laughs) I just remember they beat the Cowboys... Uh, they had the Titans twice, the Jets, and Houston. So it's not really a shock that they went 5-0. and uh, The Chargers just lost to the Broncos, and they played the starters for a lot of that game. And they also beat the Rams, the Colts, the Titans, and the Dolphins by a touchdown. Uh, neither of these teams playing strong teams to finish, both with good finishes to the year. Oh, man. I still like Jacksonville. I thought that I was building there a finish up a little bit. Uh, but the point remains, that is a division winner in the worst division in football versus a 10-7 and seven team from a division I thought was going to be really good but only had the Chiefs. Really. We'll talk about the Sunday games when we come back. It's the Rob Bro Show, Talk 103.9, News, Money, Sports, back after this. Welcome back. It's Rob Brosho Talk 103.9 News Money Sports. A couple of more minutes here today. We are hanging on here almost to the weekend. Another lock of the weekend from the text line. <laughs> uh, lock of the weekend is that Mark Adams gets teed up in Austin. That's from a texter. I would fade that 
until I see a level of uh, intensity on a side. Now, with that's the wrong word. Mark Adams is very intense on the sideline. He is just not uh, reactionary. And sometimes uh, a calm presence, Tim Tadlock, will go out and make a show to rally the troops. Maybe Mark Adams has that in him, and I'm sure he does. I'm sure he's been teed up in his career before, but I I don't see that happening. It might. We'll see. Another text off the text line, and this is a good question. Uh, Speaking on AMAC, can a rusty AMAC hurt Texas Tech at this point? Um, No. No, but you also, you don't rush him back. I mean, he has to be in game shape, especially with a foot injury. Um, That's a high chance of re-injury. And if you don't take care of that, and I, I know he's been rehabbing, but you have to get back in game shape to be physically able to go play Big 12 basketball. So I think he'll come back in the next two weeks if he's practicing, but at least give him a full week of practice before you throw him back out in front of the Wolves. And Texas is a bunch of Wolves. All right, here we go. Skylar Thompson versus Josh Allen, 13 and a half. That is a really, really big line. Uh, it is at 14 in a few books. Bovada, one of those books. Skylar Thompson <laughs> uh, has an A-plus prop grade at 9.5 rushing yards. We'll see about that. The last time these two teams played, it was a seven-point line for Buffalo, and they won 32-29, a three-point game. Does Miami have it in them? They're three and two against the spread in the last five. So is Buffalo. Miami's won five straight to get in the playoffs. New England, Jets, Sorry, Buffalo's won five straight. I was like, that doesn't make sense. Uh, Miami was on an awful tear. That's what I thought. I was like, what? What's going on here? Uh, they're one in four in the last five. Losing to Green Bay, not in the playoffs. That Buffalo game, the Chargers by a touchdown. The Patriots, not in the playoffs. And they beat the Jets 11-6. to six. Um Yeah, this is not the same Miami team that was in Buffalo a few weeks ago. 14 is a really big number. I don't know that I'd be brave enough to lay 14 here with the Buffalo Bills, but that seems like the play. Uh, Jets, Vikings, do not trust the Vikings, do not trust the Jets. Would stay away from this game at all costs. But in honor of my friend Kyle Jacobson, I would hammer the Minnesota Vikings... No chance they lose. Uh, Absolutely no fear from Kirk Cousins. It's not prime time because it's at 3.30, even though it's the only game of the week and every NFL game is prime time on the weekend when there's nothing else going on. Uh, And then Baltimore-Cincinnati. Lamar Jackson officially out for the game. This is a spot for the Bengals. If I'm a Chiefs fan... I am the biggest Baltimore Ravens fan that has ever been this weekend. 
I'm not scared of the 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 Bengals if I'm a Chiefs fan, but I certainly do not want to play them. Certainly do not want to play them. Should we should we just do it just in hopes? Baltimore money line. Let's just see what happens. Let's stranger things have happened, all right? Uh lock of the weekend, no 2023 Big 12 football schedule with a uh, frowny face there. Yeah. So allegedly reported today the UCF AD has said that the Big 12 schedule is scheduled to come out next Tuesday. I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, but if it is announced next Tuesday, what do you want to see? What do you see what do you see on the schedule if you're Texas Tech? What do you see on the schedule if you're Oklahoma and Texas? What do you see on the schedule if you're Houston, BYU, UCF and Cincinnati? Uh rumors abound on who Texas Tech will play this year. Uh obviously you're already going to Wyoming in the non-conference, Oregon coming to Lubbock in the non-conference. So you have those two lined out. You have the the cream puff you're playing at the beginning of the season. Your non-conference is set. Uh, is there an opportunity, okay, is there an opportunity to play Texas at home again on the schedule? Since you just played Houston at home, do you go to Houston in year one of Houston in the Big 12? Do they take that stuff into account, or will you double book Houston this year in Lubbock and go to Austin? Do you even play Texas? Do you play the Oklahoma schools? Do you play Iowa State? Do you play Kansas State? It's all up in the air. Now, there have been some things reported, like reportedly you're not going to play the Oklahoma schools. That would be a bit frustrating. Otherwise, uh, I think it's kind of one of those it is what it is in regards to the Big 12 schedule. Put them on there. Joey McGuire and company is going to play them. And the schedule is one of those things you can't really do anything about it. It's just show up and play. But I do really want to see that schedule. I really want to dig through and see who got rewarded and who didn't. All right, it's been a fun week of shows. When we come back on Monday, we'll have playoff recaps and Dallas Cowboys preview for you. All that starts on the Raiderland Monday morning at 11 a.m. Then we'll turn the morning into afternoon on the Raiderland before the Rob Bro Show comes back. I've been Rob Bro, be Rob Bro. We'll see you then. The views and opinions expressed by the participants on this Talk 1340 program are not necessarily the views of Talk 1340, its advertisers, staff, management, or Town Square Media.